Well, it's been uh, a while since we've connected with Congressman Rodney Davis. I tried connecting with him last week after the U.S. Census numbers were released. and glad that we were able to connect today. Congressman, thanks for taking time here on the WMAY Morning News Feed with myself, Greg Bishop. And uh, good morning. Where are you at? Are you, are you back here in central Illinois or are you still in D.C.? I'm in Illinois today, uh, out and about in the district yesterday. And I think I'm on Zoom hell for most of the day today. And Hopefully break out of that and be up in Springfield tonight. Well, um, the next time you get a chance, we should definitely have you in studio. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll put that on your calendar at some point here. Um, it's the because yeah, w- everybody's clamoring to go see you in person. I know, right? To drive out to the middle of Riverton uh, to come hang out for for ten minutes. So uh, I would uh, love to. We can talk cereals again. Yeah. Hey, why not? Why not? We'll make that happen. Exactly. Uh, okay, Congressman, a lot to get to. Uh, U.S. Census data. Uh, you know, there's actually been some questions raised because of. Uh, the the past uh, ten year annual census data showing Illinois losing way more than eighteen thousand people, but the ten year census data for apportionment came out last week and it said we only lost eighteen thousand, but that means we're losing one congressional seat. Your reaction to uh, what I've seen reported as some uh, Republicans in Congress asking questions about the disparity there between the estimates and the actual numbers, uh, and Illinois losing a seat. You know, Greg, this is really appropriate for Illinois and Illinois lawmakers who are debating redistricting and how they're going to go about remapping the House, the Senate in Springfield, and also the congressional maps, because a lot of your listeners may not know our districts are dependent upon the Democrats who run Springfield, uh, the House, the Senate, and also the governor. But those census numbers were so widely off from what the American Community Survey projections that are supposed to give us a snapshot mid-decade of what's happening in our states and our communities. And, and to be that off, and every prognosticator was using the American Community Survey data, it tells me either something was up with the census reapportionment numbers uh, in the full census, or something's terribly wrong with the American Community Survey numbers. Now, here's the point, too, and I, I know I'm, I'm going on a little long here, but the, the legislators, the Democrats in Springfield, are going to use the American Community Survey data that now we, we, we see might be erroneous to actually draw the maps to meet their constitutional deadline here in Illinois. Um, it's not right. I don't know how it will stand up in court, but we will see. Congressman, what does this mean for um, Illinois moving forward that we lose a congressional seat? Uh, spell that out for why taxpayers in central Illinois should care about that. Well, you really should because what it does is it reduces your access to your own tax dollars coming back to your communities. But it also reduces Illinois. It reduces uh, our electoral votes for president, too. Uh, ironically, uh, you know, ironically, we've been going, you know, we've given our electoral votes to Democratic presidential nominees uh, since I think I was 18. Um, and they will lose a vote, and it likely will go to a state that votes Republican. Uh, but in the end, in the end, we have lost one electoral. We have lost one electoral vote because we've lost one member of Congress the last two decades during reapportionment. It just shows us that over the last 30 years, under Democratic leadership in Springfield and in the legislature, um, Illinois has not been moving forward. We've been moving backwards in actually attracting the best and the brightest to come here and stay. Congressman, what does that mean for any kind of infrastructure plan that may come out uh, of uh, of Congress, be it a Democrat go-alone bill or be it a bipartisan effort uh, that just focuses on things like roads, bridges, Internet, and uh, waterways and things? 
Well, the census numbers long-term will have an effect if we put if we pass long-term transportation policy and policy proposals as part of that. Uh, that will that will inevitably then end up being based upon the census numbers that have come out. And if Illinois is is losing a congressional seat and not growing fast enough compared to other states, it could impact the dollars that come back. Uh, but but really, when you look ahead at uh, when you look ahead at an infrastructure. I do believe that they're going to make it a partisan issue in the Biden White House and also with Speaker Pelosi and Leader Schumer. I don't necessarily blame the Biden administration as much as I blame Speaker Pelosi and Leader Schumer for actually dealing the deck to go to only reconciliation. If that's their only choice, they're going to be negotiating amongst themselves, and that bill is only going to get costlier, and it's only going to invest less of a percentage than the 6% that we would consider infrastructure in their initial proposal. Congressman, a lot of other things going on, of course, uh, with the uh, pandemic. Uh, we see that uh, New York's announcing they're going to be opening things up more. Florida's been open. Texas has 100% capacity at their baseball games. No masks required in areas of the state. Uh, Illinois, though, we still don't have a date certain. And the governor over the past years changed his plans uh, multiple times, uh, where at one point it was if the, if the vaccine's widely available, we'd have no restrictions. You can go and get a vaccine right now today and schedule your second appointment. It seems like it's widely available, but we're still waiting for the governor to to give a green light to open things up. What's going on here and what would ultimately be the direction you would take the state if you were in that position, for instance? Well, this is why the governor has frustrated a lot of my constituents. There just seems to be mixed messaging. And, And now, more than ever during this pandemic, We should know more about using the science and the data that we've accumulated on a disease that no one knew existed a year and a half ago. We ought to use the science and the data. And the science and the data is clear. Our kids should be back in school. There's not an an increased amount of COVID infections for non-remote learners versus remote learners. But there is a huge discrepancy in, in many cases for children being able to learn remotely and progress to the next level versus those who are non-remote, those who are in person. And I'll give you one school district, Decatur, Illinois. The freshman class at Decatur, Illinois school district has a 40% failure rate with the average GPA of 0.99. That is a failure of those students, and it's not just in Decatur. It can be elsewhere, too. We need to get our kids back in school. And the mixed messaging that comes from the governor does not allow that to happen. I want everybody to get their vaccine. Stop giving J.B. Pritzker and the politicians excuses to keep our economy shut down and not listen to the science and not listen to the data, especially when you look at statistics. It's a point zero 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 four seven percent chance that you would get a COVID infection once vaccinated that would put you in the hospital. That's less of a chance than being struck by lightning. Come on, Governor, open it up. Congressman uh, Rodney Davis with us here on the WMAY Morning News Feed. One last thing, I saw a news release from your office last week, brought it up briefly on air, and somebody actually used it to nominate you for Hero of the Week, and it's your uh, Gun Rights and Marijuana Act, the Graham Act. Tell us about this. Was that Butler calling in again and trying to disguise himself? (laughs) No. Well, he did a good job because it definitely sounded like a much older gentleman, that's for sure. Well, Butler, you know, he's not too young. He just had a birthday not too long ago. But uh, give Representative Butler my best. But, you know, this is the right thing to do. I'm a states' rights guy. And, and frankly, our Illinois legislature legalized recreational marijuana use. And I do not want 
that what the state of Illinois is legalized is a legal business, and someone utilizing those services and, and getting those products to then have their Second Amendment rights taken away. Don Young from Alaska and I, along with a few others, have introduced this bill that would that would do what needs to be done, make sure that our Second Amendment rights are, are, are procured for everyone, even those who are using a legal product in the state of Illinois. Well, and, and this has been an issue since uh, the medical cannabis program started years ago in Illinois. I remember getting uh, emails and phone calls from people who didn't want to go on record, but they were members of the military who had been discharged for medical reasons and may have had PTSD or something and found relief through cannabis. Uh, but at the same time, they were worried that they could have their Second Amendment rights stripped. Uh, what ultimately is the the issue at play here, and what are you looking to do? Is it uh, removing the question from the, the the background form? Well, actually, removing removing the question from the background form, but really, uh, really making sure that the process works and ensuring that no one would have that worry that those veterans had using a legal product for prescription services at the time. Um, we've got to do this as we see more and more states legalize recreational cannabis. We cannot have the federal government be able to use a hammer on those individuals later in life because they are using legal products in each state that has decided to do what Illinois does. We've got to do a better job. This is something I've been a longtime supporter of, tried to make changes in appropriations bills in the past uh, because it's the right thing to do. And that was even before Illinois legalized it when we had states like Colorado and others. Our Second Amendment rights should never be infringed upon, especially when using a legal product in the states that have decided to make it that way. Congressman Rodney Davis, always appreciate the time, and uh, we'll connect again soon, all right? Be safe out there. You too, buddy. See ya.